Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, disappointed in the outcome of the game and uh, give Oregon credit. You know, it's to me, it's about the game, and it, it was, uh, you know, certainly this game. I appreciate and and the guys put it out there, and yet everyone knows football. It's did some things that make it harder to win, and uh, we didn't overcome that. But uh, appreciate this team a ton, and uh, and yet would have liked to have finished it obviously differently. We didn't, but. Uh, but appreciate this team a ton. Welcome back. Glad to have you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. Get back into that coming up here momentarily. But our friends over there at Van Horn, um, that uh, that being said, uh, they're all back. Our friends over at Van Horn are waiting for you. If you're looking for a new year, a new vehicle, whether it's new or used, whatever it happens to be, they're waiting for you. So uh, call our friends over there at Van Horn. Go to vanhornauto.com, and I'll tell you more about them coming up here momentarily uh in the meantime our own radio joe zenzola out there in pasadena california joe how you doing what's going on bill so uh, first and foremost the pictures were spectacular did you make it to the parade or just go straight to the stadium i went straight to the stadium and i'm glad i left when i did because kickoff is at two o'clock pacific so i got there around 10 a.m and i just i spent all four of those hours hanging out on the football field taking a ton of pictures just basking in the mystique that is the Rose Bowl. The weather was perfect. Um, it was it was a really special day yesterday, and even though the Badgers kind of choked that one away, uh, the experience itself, it doesn't take away from that. I am I am just so blessed to have the chance to cover the Rose Bowl. It, 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 it really was a special game yesterday. Uh, it didn't turn out, obviously, the way they wanted. I mean, it was basically four turnovers that did them in, and um... – just a ton of mistakes that the Badgers had. Otherwise, they have the game. Defensively, they played extremely well. The defense did everything they needed to do to put them in the best position possible. I mean, I, I was really blown away. You First of all, you shut down C.J. Verdell, their starting running back, who had 200 rushing yards against Utah in the Pac-12 championship. You kept him in check. You held him like 66 yards. Justin Herbert, outside of the fact that he had three rushing touchdowns and looked very good with his with his legs. That was, that was the one thing that he hasn't done enough of this year because of his athleticism is being able to just roll out and have these quarterback keepers. He hasn't done that much this year. He's been more of a pocket passer, and they actually unleashed a little bit, bit of that more with Herbert, and it paid off. But for the most part, the Badgers, when it came to passing, Herbert didn't really do much. And he had some errant throws in there. Part of that was just constant pressure. Chris Orr was in there. Jack Sanborn was in there. Noah Burks had a really good game. Uh, the defense just continued to do an excellent job all throughout. Um, but again, I mean, you know, you talk about a, a Badger football team that is not known for making uncharacteristic mistakes. I mean, they had nine penalties in the game. They had four turnovers, 21 points. Uh, came off of those four turnovers, 
if you look at the box score altogether, Bill, I mean, it's the Badgers were clearly the better team, but all these mistakes came back to bite them. And Jonathan Taylor and Chris Orr, they both talked about it after the game. When you have that, those things happen in a game, uh, it'll definitely hurt you. Uh, possibly slim chance you can win, but it definitely puts you in a tough position when you have penalties, self-inflicted penalties, special teams problems, uh, turnovers. So, you know, but when you're playing an elite team like, like Oregon, a great team like that, they're going to capitalize on those mistakes. So I think that was the biggest part on us is, you know, understanding that, you know, we, we, we should have had to clean things up. You can't, you can't expect to win a versus team uh, against like Oregon with turnovers, penalties, you know, special teams issues. So, you know, I think that definitely just played a factor in everything, not, not playing clean Wisconsin football. Yeah, I mean, we just weren't as clean as we should have been. You know, they definitely capitalized on it. You know, hats off to them. It's a good team over there. Um, you know, whenever you're playing a good team, and you shoot yourself in the foot too many times, you know, it definitely makes it harder and harder to win. But, you know, at the end of the day, you still need to find a way to overcome that. Uh, Joe, you know, these guys are veteran. These guys have been there, done that. Everybody uh, is looking to the future now as the, some, of the, some of the older guys could be heading off to the NFL. So do they talk about what they tell the young guys? Because this is one of those things where you kind of keep it as a chip on your shoulder going into spring ball, going into the offseason workouts, and getting yourself ready for the next season. Yeah, I mean, you know, being on the field last night at the end of the game, watching Jonathan Taylor, watching Chris Orr, especially Chris Orr. I mean, Chris Orr, he's not coming back next year. He's done. Senior linebacker, he's been one of the biggest leaders on the team, the biggest leader on the defense. Everyone has looked to him. Because remember, he had big shoes to fill uh, after Ryan Connolly and T.J. Edwards left the team. This was a guy that was second fiddle for a while, and he just emerged early on in the season um, as a vocal leader and just a dominant playmaker at the inside linebacker position. I mean, they have, you know, 10-plus sacks on the season to be able to constantly stop the run, to constantly shoot gaps and get after the quarterback. This was a guy that wanted this really, really bad. And you also got to think about it from the standpoint of, okay, the Big Ten Championship, you gave it your all. Chris Orr got hurt in that game, if you remember. And thankfully, he didn't end up with a concussion. He kind of left out there. But this was a second chance. And I think Chris Orr and this defense, again, did everything that they had to do to try to get this thing done. So now, you know, when you are a leader like Chris Orr and you can't come back, and Jonathan Taylor is more than likely not coming back, what can you tell these younger guys? Because really... There are a lot of young players on this team. A lot of guys haven't even gotten the opportunity to get too many snaps. I mean, the, the future is certainly bright for the Wisconsin Badger football team. So for Taylor and Orr, two of the biggest leaders, what is that advice that they give them? Um, really, you know, when you just talk to the younger guys, you tell them you got to use this in the offseason. I think that's the biggest thing, um, you know, especially, you know, after last year. You know, having the season that we had, you know, kind of not, not the season that we wanted to have, you know, you use that. You use that as fuel and motivation in the offseason to get bigger, stronger, faster. You get in the spring ball. You start working and developing on your skills. And then when fall camp comes around, then it times to, it's time to earn your role. So I think that's the biggest thing is just using the season in your offseason workouts and spring ball. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the same message that, that I would give everybody, too, um, is just to use this as fuel. You know, it should make you mad every day. Um, this feeling that you have right now, you know, you, you should be mad. You should be hurt every day that you go in there to workouts. I told him, take everything that you wish you could have done this year in, in a game that we might have fell short in, everything that you wish could have happened. If you wish we finished better, then you use that as your fuel in the offseason. You need to finish everything stronger. 
you know, if you if you need to create a turnover, whatever the case is, you know, you need to work on that all offseason. So moving forward, uh, you're going to lose Orr, and Taylor's impact on the team obviously means a lot, and they don't really have that dynamic running back waiting. So uh, with Taylor's impact not only on the team this year and what he's done in the past, but then moving forward, if, if he goes pro, which everybody expects him to, to do, he's going to leave a void, man. Well, maybe this Rose Bowl game – you know, how it played out, maybe that gives Jonathan Taylor a second thought. I Look, I highly doubt it. I'm just speculating. I, I think what's best for him is get into the NFL now. He's going to be a first or second round pick. There's, there's no question about it. He's going to get paid. Running backs can only last so long in the league, as we all know. So I think Jonathan Taylor needs to do what he has to do. Um, he does have some records that he can still break if he goes into his senior year. If he decides to come back, I mean, the one thing we know about Jonathan Taylor, he is a very, very humble kid. So, you know, last night we're sitting there in the press conference and they brought Chris or Ann Taylor all up there at once. So one of the reporters asked Paul, Chris and Chris Orr right in front of Jonathan Taylor, you know, what, what is his leadership like? Like what, what kind of, what kind of player is Jonathan Taylor to everyone else? So, Again, you got to talk about the guy that's sitting next to you, which I think is kind of funny. But Chris Orr gave a really good answer on it. Here's what Orr had to say. I think his his character, the type of person he is, you know, it's it's hard to imagine. You know, I've told people in the interviews all the time. He's probably the humblest person I ever met. You know, if you if you met him and didn't know his name, you wouldn't know that he was the greatest college running back of all time. He's always been the leader, even when his, when he was a freshman. You know, it was more so from action then. You know, from his work ethic, he was always one of the hardest workers. You know, and you appreciate that. He was always somebody who was never satisfied with with anything that he's done. So you definitely appreciate that more. And then, you know, away from football, you know, he's a great friend. You know, and it just makes it easier and easier to to, to be a great teammate when you're a great friend. Hey, Joe, did you get the sense if Jonathan Taylor spoke? I mean, one of those comments that he made was talk about, you know, hey guys, use this the way I've done it in the past. It, it almost seemed like he was. Uh, insinuating to the farewell side of things, which would be expected. But do you think, uh, you know, he's kind of, did he give a glimpse as to the the recollection of the fan base, of the team, of almost like this might be the swan song type of speech? Well, I mean, it did feel like that last night where, you know, they were using the past tense quite a bit in regards to Jonathan Taylor, whether Taylor was talking about it or Paul Chris was talking about it or Chris Orr was talking about it. Um, it, it just it just feels that way. I mean, Jonathan Taylor was definitely emotional after the game, but once he got up into the press conference, he was he was in much better spirits. He just he he didn't look too upset, um, and and, I, and I'm sure he is. I, I think when you go back into that locker room and you're on that plane going back to Madison, I, I'm 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 sure you're still kind of sad that you're going to be leaving this team more than likely. But uh, Taylor was asked, you know, what has this Badger fan base? meant to him here in these three years at the University of Wisconsin? Uh, uh, it's been amazing. You know, I, everyone always asks me about Camp Randall, but Camp Randall is just a stadium. It's just like any other stadium, but it's the it's the people that fill the stadium. It's the fans that take the time out of their jobs, their daily lives, day in and day out, to spend their hard-earned money to come and watch us, you know, play the game that we love. So it's definitely the fans that make Camp Randall what it is. And, you know, coming out here, I mean, they we travel well. I mean, they made it feel just like Camp Randall today. Uh, they did travel well. I mean, the colors alone from the Skyview shots were were fantastic. So, uh, so now what? They come back. You you kind of work out. You get ready for spring ball. 
uh, in a in a one minute synopsis. So, you give me your thought on the future of the Badgers football program. Well, I, I think the future is still pretty bright, uh, regardless if Jonathan Taylor just happens to come back or not. I, I mean, again, I highly doubt it, but most of this offense is going to be returning. Jack Cohen right now is your starting quarterback, whether you like it or not. I know a lot of people want Graham Mertz. Mertz will get his opportunity, believe me. In fact, I saw Mertz walking off the field at the end of the game last night. Man, he was pissed. You could just, just looking at his face, he was pissed off. Don't tell me that dude is just going to get up and transfer out of Wisconsin. I don't know what all that, I don't know where people are getting that from. Mertz. He'll be the he'll be the starting quarterback someday for Wisconsin. But right now, it's Jack Cohn's job to lose. And you know, your most of your receivers are coming back. I believe Quintez Cephas is going to be coming back. I mean, for those that weren't familiar with Quintez Cephas in his game this season, he made just a just an amazing impact. And he he definitely has a future in the NFL. And defensively too. I mean, most of your defense is coming back. I, I think. You know, outside linebacker will be a bit of a question mark because Zach Vaughn's leaving. Chris Orr is going to be leaving inside linebacker. Um, I think Jack Sanborn is going to be one hell of a linebacker for the next couple of years for the Badgers. Um, but most of your secondary is returning as well. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that's going well for the Badgers, and they should be the favorites uh, to win the Big Ten West. And and it was funny, too, uh, if you go to BillMichaelSports.com last night, I did a uh, Pasadena postgame uh, podcast, which you can check out there. And um, I had a chance to talk with Ben Wargle from Rivals.com. He was covering the game. And uh, he gave some some really good optimism as well for this Badger football program. So good good things are to come. You know, I, I know it sucks. And believe me, as a Badger fan, not a media guy, being a Badger fan and watching them lose the way they did last night, it does hurt. And it's just like, this is not how we want to start 2020. This is not how we want to start it. It would have been nice to have a Rose Bowl victory, but uh, good things are still ahead for this football program. All right, Joe, get back safe, and we'll see you, what, Monday? Uh, Yeah, I'm off tomorrow. So, yeah, I will see you in person, in studio on Monday. All right, there you go. Joe, take it easy, buddy. Uh, Radio Joe Zanzola out there in – in Pasadena, California, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.